Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. Welcome back, Zen friends. It has been a, a week. It has been a week. Yes, it has. Lots a little heavy. Of, yeah. More downs than ups. Yes. And if you're feeling a little bit more down, we totally understand. Um, we're kind of at a loss for words as well. Um, it's been kind of dark. Uh, and if you're feeling all the the heaviness and the anxiety, it's, you know, you're not alone. And, um, you know, our we're, we're thinking of everyone during this as well as just kind of trying to process ourselves. So we, we're, we just want to let you know that we're very aware of what's going on. Um, but this is the place that I hope you come for like levity and a little bit of an escape. And um, we're going to try to get through a great show and, and kind of push pause on all the things that are going on in the world and hopefully bring you 30 minutes of giggles and some pop culture insight. Well said, Britt. Well said. And we definitely feel like this is, um, you know, we are gearing up for what we hope is a fun summer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to get some fun plans out there, um, you know, but we're also hoping that the pop culture community doesn't let us down this summer. You know, it's been giving us so many fun things that we've been giggling about over the past couple of days. Um, and just even like just the past week, cause we didn't have an episode last week. Um, and there were some things that happened that we were like, Oh, okay, definitely, you know, definitely should be talking about this. And we've got, we've got quite a bit on the docket today, but we're going to get through this as uh, quickly as we can. And hopefully you guys can, you know, chime in when you got something to say. I do want to touch on why we didn't have a show last week because it's kind of a giggle one. And, um, (laughs) because I hurt my foot (laughs) and Mm -hmm. so I'm going to, I'm going to kind of give you the TV guide version, condense it down. So we went to the beach last Wednesday as a almost out of school little celebration. We get to the beach and, um, my husband decides to take his like meditation walk. He's like, I'm going to go walk down the beach. I'll be back in like 20 minutes. I was like, great. I can play with the kids. So I get out of my chair for what I've set for the last two hours because that's what I do. I sit. <laughs> so I rise <laughs> and the kids are like, what are you doing? You're right. So I rise and I start to play and we're playing soccer, but we're not like playing a game. We're just passing back and forth. And that's key to the story. So as we're still passing, when comes back up from his little meditation walk and he wants to participate, I say to him, Landon, we're not playing a game because sometimes swans get way competitive, <laughs> not as competitive as Kessler sometimes, but like we do, we go full <laughs> throttle. We, we don't like to lose. And but so you don't I like to body check your husband. It's weird. I mean, <laughs> weird. I mean, I, yeah, but my husband a reminder to all those in friends, my husband is six, seven and has about a hundred pounds on me. No joke. So I learned my lesson to not, cause he hits this one failed swoop and I'm down house of cards. So he comes up. I say, Lena, we're just passing. We're not playing a game. He said, great. My son says, daddy, kick the ball to me as hard as you can. Lena does such. I stand back and watch Watson then passes the ball back to me. Mommy, kick the ball as hard as you can to me. Now Landon thinking he's going to be funny 
decides to, at the same time, I'm trying to kick the ball. I didn't run back. I didn't take, I just pulled my foot back like a normal kick, no shoes on because I'm at the beach and try to kick the ball. He sticks his size bajillion foot in front of my foot (laughs) and I kick his foot as hard as I can. And let me tell you, house of cards went down. I legitimately thought I broke my foot. I was like, oh my gosh, I have never felt pain like that in a million years, like just immediately. And I looked at him, I go, what the were you thinking? Everybody on the beach knew how I felt that moment. Everybody, like everybody turned around like, oh my God, do what you do. (laughs) So the wet blanket that I was, I shut everything down (laughs) fun sponge moment. And I took everybody home and, um, I proceeded to milk this injury, but let me tell you, it was, it was a hard fought injury. Um, my foot was incredibly bruised. I could barely walk. Um, I, I still think it's not a hundred percent. I, I do need to start to stay off it a little bit more. Um, it's not broken, but I do think there is some kind of still like swelling going on. Um, it doesn't function the same way. <laughs> so, so note to self, I think I'm almost 40. Let's, can we just, as a group, we don't need to start to injure people. Like no. I don't want if it's going to hurt me physically, if it's going to like physically probably impact me, let's, let's say no. And can we just agree if you're going to prank your partner, no physical things, maybe, no physical things. you know, sugar instead of salt, that'd be funny. Maybe freeze a bowl of cereal in the freezer and bring it, you know, frozen cereal. That'd be funny. I don't know. A good jump scare. That's yes. funny. Physically altering your partner is not funny, not funny at any age, but certainly not funny when you're in your forties and you're like, listen, I don't come back as quickly and as swiftly as I did before. And my healing process, when I come back, I'm not hundred percent anymore. I'm like, good. If it's like a 90% comeback, I'm like, right. that's good. You know, like I'll even take an 85 at some point. So I'm like, oh. that's good. That's fine. But yeah, I totally agree with you. Physical pranking on the partners, we're going to pass. It's a solid pass over the age of 40. Actually, really over the age of 30. Let's just <laughs> any of it. Just I will tell you, I, I totally agree with you. Like water gun, sign up for it. Yeah. Maybe a water balloon I'm even cool with. I just don't get behind. And he and, and in all honesty, like I was the biggest see you next Tuesday to him the next oh. day. I was so angry because I was like, I didn't ask for this and you're going to put all the other physical stuff I'm trying to do at jeopardy. And like, I have the right to be mad. And he's like, I mean, very apologetic, but at the same time, I always teach my kids. I was like, things can be an accident and the other person can still be pissed. Both yes. can be true. And let me feel my feels. I'm, I know you're sorry, but let me be pissed. Y'all, because the Marco, I didn't have a choice in this. Yes. The Marco that I got after this happened, I was like, <laughs> Oh my God. I mean, I, I was nervous. I was like, Oh, my girl is, angry like flames inside of my head (laughs) yeah because I'm pretty chill until I'm not (laughs) and then it's like whoa okay (laughs) that Scorpio came out dang it I know I know so uh that was that's why we didn't record last week but foot is yeah it's probably an 85 percent the rest of my life (laughs) like like I saw like an we went to this um very Jewish, um, deli the other day and I love going as I've I've actually taken Shannon and Dean there oh it's so good and um, I saw someone with one of those like, um, little carts, like you, you push in front of you. And I was yes. like, that's my future. And honestly, like I got him at that moment. I was like, I feel like I might need one of those one day. Yeah. Like, it's just <laughs> my future. 
I was like, can I get a cart? Can I just see possible? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love, but this is why I love living here. I'm like, I see my future. And I was like, okay, that looks like it's legit. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll buy in. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Boca has all the best racks. The best. <laughs> okay. We'll get started. Yeah. All right. Yeah. First on the docket, do we, where do we want to go? Uh, let's see. Well, just a, a quick little pivot. Um, we did find out, I think last week or maybe two weeks ago that, um, our queen icon legend, Britney Spears lost her baby. Looks oh. like there was some complications during her pregnancy and she is no longer with child. Um, so we are very sad for her and understand that loss is tremendous. Um, so we just want to say, Brit, we love you. We're sorry. We feel you and you're not alone in this matter. So, Hoping that her and Sam will, you know, if they're ready or when they're ready, they will try again and, you know, wishing her all the best in her future endeavors of growing her family. Yeah. And she said something on her Instagram, like, I, sh- I probably shouldn't have put it out there so early. And I think it was like the right thing to do because she was so, ex- she was so excited. And yeah. as we've seen, whenever she gets really excited about something, she cannot keep it in. She has yes. all the emojis, all the feelings. And I think that it was the right call for her at the time. And and like, there's no playbook for when to announce stuff. If you, if you're feeling it, go ahead. Like it's your account. So, yeah. Yeah. um, I think that, I mean, maybe she might be a little bit more guarded moving forward, but I say, don't regret what you did. And yeah. like, because I think it makes people rally around you even a little bit more. Um, but I think, you know, maybe she's going to start looking into other methods and maybe seeing what she can, how she can get pregnant. Cause I think, She's wanted this for so long. I hope that it happens for her. Uh, agreed. Agreed. And, you know, it, I do think, I mean, again, she, she has two grow, not grown, but they're, they're older kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been a while, you know, since she's been pregnant. And I do think there is, yes, there's excitement. Um, but I do think that you start to get a little, um, not maybe superstitious could be the right word, but you know, after that first trimester, then you're like, okay, now I can say it out loud. Now I can, you know, like there are no people. Um, I, I mean, I went through that myself. I mean, I had several miscarriages throughout my pregnancy journey where I could get pregnant, but I had a really hard time keeping my pregnancies. And after like the first one, I was like, Oh, okay. And then after they, I had three before I had my first daughter. Um, and that last one, that was a doozy. Cause that was at, um, I think that one was like at 10 weeks. So it was so close to being, you know, out of the first trimester. And I was like, this sucks. So I remember once I was pregnant with my first um, daughter that I didn't say anything. I was like, nope, not saying a word. (laughs) This is not until I know that this is, we are past the first trimester and we have, you know, we have a strong heartbeat. We have all these things. Um, so like, I mean, I, I get both sides of that where you're so excited and you can't wait to share, but I also get the, the other side of like, I don't want to go through that again. And certainly don't want to put that out there if I don't have to. Yeah, I would, I have never been through that. I, my heart goes out to everyone who has, because it is, I bet it's the most painful thing to go one of the most painful things to go through as a woman. Um, when I was found out I was pregnant all three times, I was like, but the playbook, because if you tell me like a list of to do is like, I'm going to follow the mm-hmm. list of to do's. They're like, okay, well don't tell anybody till this week. And I'm like, okay. Got it. Now I do believe <laughs> I did tell you very quickly. Cause I was like, mm-hmm. oh, hell yeah, yeah. I'm pregnant again. <laughs> She's like, what happened? I was like, oh, no. but, 
but that playbook had a little audible, but that, right. that was it. Like I told like yeah. one person and that was like Landon and Shannon. And I was like, okay, well that, then, then we're here. Um, yeah. but yeah, it was, it was, um, I, yeah, I see both sides and you know, again, like you don't you do what you want to your body. Yeah. yeah. And we should take that through all things. It's your body. <laughs> exactly. It's your body. You should be able to do with it as you wish. You know, I own it. I own it. Exactly. And I love how we probably should have put a trigger warning at the beginning of this, but um, I do uh, really appreciate you like watching the Kardashians back. Um, I haven't watched the latest episode because it's just now Friday, and I, I know it came out yesterday, but I love watching Travis and Courtney go through, you know, a lot of it and they're kind of more on the graphic side. And what I say about that, like, it's like little medical terms that I didn't even know that people had to go through that. So I thought, I think that that's really kind of powerful to see like the, you know, the process. And even if you have all the resources, it's still very difficult. Um, so is she going through, um, IVF on the show? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So okay. they're like, and they're talking about like getting a strong follicle and she's going back several, several times. And apparently, judging by like what they're saying, like they started talking about growing their family, like very quickly, like mm-hmm. even through first months of dating, like they were like, this is what we want to do. Like we, we definitely want to have a child together. So I think they started looking to things very, very early because they are <clears throat> at an older age. So, yeah, I mean, and I, and you know, Britney Spears is what she's in her forties now. Uh, if she's not 40, then she's getting close to it. I think because I'm almost 40. I think she's yeah. a year older than me. She's not as old as me and I'm 42, but I know she's, I know she's, I think she's in between the two of us. Well, Sean Preston, her oldest kid is 16. And then Jaden James is 15. Okay. So, and then let's see. So, so she's 40. She's 40. Yeah. So she'd be okay. 41 this year at, in December. So. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, speaking of Kardashians, we have a wedding to discuss. Don't we, Britt? It's number three. <laughs> it had quite uh, the extravagance. Mm-hmm. I was here for it. Uh, not by the fashion, but let's break it down here. <laughs> so well, if you the, rem- the, uh, they got married at the courthouse in Calabasas. Is that right? Oh, in Santa Monica. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I, I thought that was adorable where they got in the car. She had a little scarf over her head, sunglasses on, they had cans tied to the back of the car I, and off yes. they went. I was like, this is great. This is great. But we knew in true Kardashian style, that wouldn't be the only way that these two were going to have a show of their love and their nuptial celebration. So where did they end up going, Britt? Portofino, Italy. So (laughs) that was really tragic. Sorry, (laughs) but I tried. I tried. I think, well, the one in Santa Monica was positioned before they went to Italy because you have to be married in the States first before you can get married overseas. That's just a rule. So that's why they did make a little bit of a spectacle. I did love how they had a little spin on it. And I guess I've never watched this movie, but they have a a strong affinity towards um, this movie called True Romance. Um, I guess it's like the first movie they ever watched together or one of the movies they watch most often together. And so it was kind of like a play onto that. But me not knowing that movie, I I don't I didn't get the reference. Um, yeah, but it, I kind of felt like it was old Hollywood slash kind of gothy ish. Like, yeah, because of the way they kind of I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't I thought it was cool. I mean, I did too. Every, I every bride has a as a way. It felt like very, um very Kravitz. Like it was very much their on brand for them. And I was like, OK, this is great. Love it. I, I did, too. I thought it was great. And then all the Kardashians, except for a few. 
just headed off to Italy um, and had quite quite a time. And I think the most I like gouging, like eye opening was the fashion. So I guess Mm -hmm. Dolce & Gabbana did sponsor all the outfits of the wedding. Um, And that was kind of surprising because a lot of the choices I was like, okay, okay, I, I didn't love it, but you know, every wedding has its style. I just wasn't in love with every look. What were your thoughts? Same. Um, it was interesting. Not that I expected anything different from Courtney and Travis. Now, I don't think this would have, this is Kim's wedding in Italy. It would have looked completely different. I think even the same thing for Chloe. So I feel like it again, very on brand for Courtney and Travis. Um, I thought the veil was such a showstopper. Um, and mm-hmm. obviously I think that's what it was meant to do. I and mean, if you haven't seen, it was like a beautifully hand sewn. I don't even know how long this train was like, it, it, I mean, it looked at least three feet in some of the, Oh, it was enormous like, because like, like just after it touched the ground, like it, yeah. I, it looked like you could hold up another like three feet. Yeah. Um, but it had the, um, was it the Virgin Mary? Is mm-hmm. that who that was like sewn into it? And it was a beautiful like portrait of her sewn into this veil. Um, so you got a clear picture of that, but that I feel like that's what you saw when you're looking at this, you know, these two people getting married is you just really see this veil. Like Courtney's so little underneath that thing. I'm like, where is she? <laughs> um, but she has the altar a- picks were amazing. Yeah. I, they were quite, quite stunning. And it yeah. did look very, um, like avant-garde, but with mm-hmm. a Catholic twist, it was, yeah. it was interesting. I didn't hate the pictures. I just wasn't in love with the look. And, and I don't, maybe I just didn't know this about the Kardashians. I didn't realize they were religious. Like I didn't realize that they, like the Catholic faith was such an important component to their life. I guess, I don't know. I, or, or is this just how you have to get married in Italy? Like I, that again, I don't, I don't know. Um, so well, Travis Barker has the Virgin Mary tattooed on his head. So maybe he's more of the, that means more to him than her. I, again, maybe I have no idea. I um, just don't but, feel that. I mean, they do talk about God a little bit more on this, um, new season and just okay. being like, you know, God has a direction or, well, I don't think it's like, they're not going to church, but they're both, they're basically they're saying spiritual. like, Oh yeah. And okay. you know, they're praying before SNL. And so, I mean, there's like, a, yeah, there's a spiritual component. Okay. But I don't okay. think that it's more than I've ever seen. I will tell yeah. you that. And again, we've said this before on the show, like it doesn't like organized religion isn't for everybody and your relationship with whomever you believe is personal. And that's totally up mm-hmm. to you. So, you know, hats off to them for being able to celebrate it the way they want to do it. Um, I thought her dress, I didn't love the dress. Um, hers yeah. was, I mean, it was like a short corset, very short corset. I think it could have been a very beautiful look had it been longer. Like even it didn't have to be like a full length, but I think even like a a right below the knee would have been beautiful on her Um, or even right above the knee could have been really pretty. But like it was like mid thigh, maybe a little bit above mid thigh. Like it was it was only covering your vagina. And it had I mean, it was it very, very like. um, I want to say I'm not going to say Madonna, but it was like very, it it just cut off right, right there. And then it had just the lace on the thighs. And then, I I mean, there's, it's, it's, there's a mini dress and then there's Kourtney Kardashian. (laughs) Like she took it up a notch. (laughs) She did. She definitely did. Um, And then we get the the looks of the sisters and we have Chloe and Kim in all black 
their kids are in all black. Courtney's kids. Actually, no, not all of Courtney's kids are in all black. Who was the one in the white dress with the roses? Is that Penelope? Uh, uh, that was Penelope. She looked adorable. That mm-hmm. might have been my the favorite The kids look. stole the show. Yeah, they I think really Rain did. stole the show. He looked like mm-hmm. he could be an extra into um, the British family. I, yeah. I, I just, I was like, this was so cute. It's yeah. adorable. I agree with you. The yeah. kids were the, sh- the kids were I mean, really And then cute. Stormy wore white, which I was like, oh, that's interesting too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was really interesting. Um, you know, I thought like even Chris had like a full feathered off white look that was, I mean, I, I thought her dress was really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, not surprised that she wanted to be so loud as the mother of the bride. That's, you know, again, very on brand for a Christianer. Um, she and, definitely was having a moment. She was yeah, like, listen, it's my oldest daughter. She's getting married. Yeah. Let me shine. Let me just do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had the Jenner component and both Kylie and Kendall. I, I love both of their dresses. I thought they looked great. Um, but, you know, noticeably missing from the group, Scott Disick was not invited to the wedding. Not that I thought he would be, but there was, wasn't there like some conversation on the show about would he be invited? Would he not? Well, there's conflicting reports right now. Um, okay. So some are saying that he was invited, but overall he thought it wasn't the best choice for him. He wanted the kids not to be concerned with him so much and really be there for his, their mom. So he okay. decided not to go, but, I, but then there's also another report saying that he was not. So I don't, I'm sure we'll get the accurate answer there sometime. But as of right now, I, I don't know because I've read both like, Oh, he wasn't invited. And then he was, and you know, whatever. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. But I did think that, that the Jenners pulled off, um, amazing looks. Like I thought, I thought Kendall's look was probably my favorite out of all of it. She had this beautiful, like, like almost like a, I go and call it a suit, but it was a set and it looked just breathtaking on her. I really liked that. And her boyfriend, Devin Booker was like effortlessly cute. Like mm-hmm. he just kind of like what looked like he went shopping at like, I don't know, but they've that? got a lot What's of a- great shops in Italy. So maybe he just popped just, in and just like teach like an effort, like almost, if, I wouldn't say Lululemon, but he just went yeah. into like a regular <laughs> store. He's like, well, you know, I forgot my suitcase. Just give me some effortless looks. And that's what happened. Like that's what it looked like. And I was like, I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't hate it. So he's like, I'm just here with my girlfriend. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's I'm off work. We're good. Right. Which is kind of surprising. Like I'm again, I mean, cause uh, Jenner, um, Caitlin Jenner wasn't there. Nope. But Devin Booker could come as Kendall's date. I know. I know. It was a little (laughs) odd. Yeah. So for saying we understand Scott not being there and whether he was invited or not. And then Corey, uh, Chris's boyfriend supposedly had or exposed to COVID. So then he couldn't make the trip and that might check out. We will find out later, but you know, when Caitlin gets an invite, Oh, she coming. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's like, what do I wear? And exactly. what time is the plane leaving? And yeah. the fa- and so I've read a few things that um, there is going to be another ceremony in um, Calabasas oh, when they return. Okay. Whether that's true or not, we'll see. I you know. know, I wonder, 
uh, if Caitlin didn't make the trip, because I wonder if she would have been welcomed being a transgender in such a religious city. Oh, now that's a different element. I don't know. Hmm. I don't hmm. know. Yeah. I wonder if, but that I mean, would've... and Courtney and Caitlin aren't the closest. I mean, they have a good, I think a good relationship. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, since probably the, I think they're fine with everything that Caitlin's decided to do. I do think that there's just a strain on the relationships just based on like their, their mother being with somebody else and them supporting their mother first. So, okay. Okay. You know, I think I, I think they have a good relationship, but I don't think it's like tight. Okay. Which is also fair. I mean, again, you have every right to invite whom you want to your wedding, whether it's family or it's not family, you know, you don't have to just because they're family invite them. I, you know, yeah. not everybody gets along with their family and that's totally understandable. So, um, you know, we just thought it was very interesting. Me too. The fashion was uh, by far what we were most, we were like, Ooh, okay. <laughs> this is interesting. <laughs> it was a moment. I mean, I thought they, they pulled off better looks at the wedding and I didn't love everything, but I thought no. they looked better at the wedding than they did at the Met Gala. I was like, okay. All right. Agreed. But hey, these pictures are going to live out. I mean, I know the Met Gala lives out forever too, but like these pictures, I guess wedding pictures are like, okay, let's bring our own style. And I'm sure now we're going to see so many corsets and so many things on the runways and in our stores coming up soon that it's going to, you can't, you, you're not going to be able to look away. I don't like, want a corset. I like the freedom. I like elastic. I like flowy. I don't want to be constrained with those bones. Oh no, no. I know. No. I like my own ribs. I don't right. need faux ribs. I don't want I'm good. Ribs. I don't want a stretchy zipper. Oh no. I mean, my boobs are sweating just thinking about that. <laughs> you know? And I'm broad too. So like that's it. It's not a good yeah. look for me. I know. It's yeah. I, have, I got a wide rib. Those straps work this. extra hard. It's not good. It's a no-go no for me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I take it off at the end of the night. And if it does have like a strap, like it's like leaving an indention. I was like, that's not hot. No. That's a, no. I'm going to pass. It's a, it's a hard pass. It's a hard it's pass. A hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. noticeably who wasn't there too. I did not see Pete Davidson. Where was he? Well, he was finalizing and wrapping up his whole SNL career. Um, I I did get a chance to watch one of his final like goodbyes, and it was pretty good. I have to admit. Okay. And he's coming out with a new Netflix special. I'm not sure when it's launching. I'll look that up. But I, I'm here for it because Pete has been slowly kind of moving away from SNL for a long time, and now that he's under the Chris Jenner management. He has left his management and now gone. And Chris Jenner's like, listen, my girl, my girl, Kim needs you free on Saturday nights. What's she going to do? <laughs> and he's like, okay, fine. I'll quit. But honestly, he's like, he's been, he's been taking more movie roles. He's been also very active um, with his comedy and, and kind of making his way towards that. And, you know, he's got his, his life has now changed. Yeah. And I think better or worse, I think it's a good move for him, uh, to, to do this. And I, and I, I cannot wait for his Netflix special. I've seen clips. Y'all have you seen the clips? I know I haven't so much shade. So oh my God. We're going to, so Oh good. my God. It's so good. So oh good. my God. It's good. Yes. He does talk about Kanye in it. 
he does talk about his relationship. Like, I guess like everything's uh, like, let's go. Yeah. That's awesome. And I honestly, I was surprised because I didn't know I, I again, I like Pete Davidson, but he's never been one that's been on my radar that I'm just going to like follow what he's doing. Yeah. Um, so I didn't realize that he was leaving SNL. I didn't realize that he had been moving out, you know, kind of trending in that direction for a while. So I was surprised when I, I was like, wait a minute. And then when I heard that he was under um, Chris Jenner's management, I was like, did she have the final say? Or was this something that he was like, no, I, you know, I feel like I've been trying to make this move for a little bit. So I mean, it's in Kim, we are in Curious, we trust like she's she's the momager for everyone. And yeah, she's very her. smart, she's good at her job. I mean, that's you can't deny that she's not. You know, knocking out of the park with her job, so I'm always amazed at the things that she can pull out of her ass and yes, spin and like she needs to write the playbook and she's probably already has it in the works like oh, copy. Yeah. She has like it's like going to be like encyclopedia Britannica kind of shit. <laughs> but I, I'm, I think, and this is where I am with SNL. I'm still surprised that people watch it because it's not like that funny to me anymore. And I, whenever I try to watch it and I'm like, that's not, I just remember skits when we were younger, mm-hmm. so much more funny. Like, I mean, like the Chris Farley and David Spade days, like that was more funny to me. And I still love Michael Chi and he, um, I'm not sure if he's still on it or not, but he, he was one of my favorites most recently, but I really just never really gotten the humor all the time. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I do think, cause I think that our parents probably said the same thing when we were watching Chris Farley and David Spade and Adam Sandler, when they were like, Oh, but when Chevy Chase was on the show and Eddie right. Murphy was on the show, like that was comedy. So like, I can see how it's trended for the ages, the way that it, that it has. Um, and maybe I'm just, you know, in that, that generation where I'm like, I sometimes I'm like, I don't know who these people are. I don't know, like the conversations that they're having. I'm like, that doesn't pertain to my, my mm-hmm. life. Like, I'm not seeing this as funny, but we, I wonder like, does the younger generation find this generation of SNL characters really funny? Is that something that's they're good to be? So, you know, I'm just curious, are we just out of touch? Is it, we're not the demo anymore? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know much about their ratings, but to me, I think, you know, with the streaming lifestyle that we are mm-hmm. now in, I'd, I'd have a hard time thinking that SNL is, can survive all of this because, you know, mm-hmm. at any point in time, anyone can put out a, a special now. It doesn't have to be Netflix. It get, you know, you can film your own and just pr- like produce it and put it out there and whoever wants to pick it up. So, mm-hmm it's kind of crazy. So you know well, why I, would you do that? Yeah. You know what I'd love? I would love an SNL streaming channel. Hear me out from the beginning all the way to now, but include the movies that have been Ooh. done by the characters on the show or like the actors on the show. So, I mean, you could have that whole, um, Adam Sandler era and it, like all of it. I mean, just there's, mm-hmm. you could watch that for years and never get bored have their comedy specials, have their movies, have uh, comedy like, show appearances. Like comedy yes. Central back in the day when it wasn't, you know, like back weird. when it was funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or weird. Yeah. I just don't know if sketch comedy anymore is going to hit. It might, it might make a, t- like everything comes back around though. So that's what we do know. Like things that aren't funny, maybe they're like, oh, now it's funny again. So I, well, you know, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. It's kind of dark right now. I think sketch comedy I think you kind of have to look at it as in a, like a bigger picture. Cause like when you look at TikTok, look at how much sketch comedy is 
is on TikTok in the sense of like, you've got these 15, 30 second skits, right? So like, it's just, it looks a little bit different than what it was in the past. And I think it's important that you, like we continue to redefine, you know, a, as we're redefining how we consume media, but even like how we're interacting with comedy these days. I mean, there, there's so many creators on these apps that I'm like, I tune in, I'm like, Oh, he made a new one. This is funny. You know? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not a full show. I don't know that I could watch a full show of, of any of these creators, but like, I do enjoy the snippets of giggles that they bring, you know, every time they release something new. So maybe that's it. We just don't have the attention span. Ah, we only have 15 seconds. What you got? What you got? 13 seconds. Back up. Well, if you're still here, you know, after our 15 seconds, <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> Here for you. We're here for you. <laughs> we do have one last headline too for you. Ooh, yeah, we do. We, do. we are um, wrapping up a six-week trial of the Amber Heard Johnny Depp defamation case, and I'm, it was only supposed to be five weeks. By the way, I looked that up last night. I was like, I feel like this is long. This is a long one. Yeah, but this yeah. is the one for our ages. Like I, we haven't had something like this since the OJ trial. Like this yes. celebrity-oriented, like Correct. calling in the big guns from. Ooh, sorry, all these angles. Like, I yes. mean, when Kate Moss and Elon Musk get brought in, I was like, oh, we're going like crazy now. We are going there. Okay. Yeah. So it, it, it's it been a fascinating trial. If you've, if you've watched it, I don't know how you, I mean, again, you didn't have to go deep, dark down the hole. Um, but if you did, I get you. And if you need to talk about it, come in DMs, like, uh, you know, let's <laughs> chat. Um, but I did find it what I found, I was interested in a lot of this for different reasons, but I learned a lot about the judicial process by watching this, this trial. I didn't realize that each team had a certain amount of time that they could talk and like, you don't use it all. Like I was like, Oh wait, you wait, wait a minute. Run that back. So like at the end of this, the herds only had herd side only had like one hour left where Johnny's team had like three hours left that they could use to, to actually speak and cross examine. And I was like, Oh, I didn't know but that. They, they were like running down to the minutes, which is why they weren't going to bring um, Amber Heard back up because they were like, we don't need to. Like, it's not going to be good use of our time. But then when she did go back on the stand, she nailed her own coffin because she ended up admitting that she wrote the op-ed piece, which was kind of like the admission of guilt that they were looking that Johnny's team was looking for. So it was, you know, brilliantly done by his team of lawyers and that that whole team it was impressive her whole team looked like an snl skit they really did i mean it was it was tragic. it's like everyone's first day it was yeah. everyone's first day and i was like oh oh, oh. no yeah. one studied no yes. one's no one looked at the cheat sheet no one's no one made an outline no it one knew terrible. how to work the the electronics, they were like, can you, can you turn on the screen? And they're like, where's the screen? And they're like, oh, like, okay. Where's it was button? kind of like what trying to teach your, you know, your parents, your grandparents, how to use zoom for the first time. You're like, this is, this isn't, I only cool. see your nostrils. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, I mean, there's, and I haven't dose too much and I cannot wait. I like when everything's wrapped up and then yes. I'm going to go back in that I'm that kind of person, because then as things unfold, then I go crazy because mm-hmm. then I'm like, well, what'd she say? And what'd he say? So I, I, I can't wait for yeah. everything to wrap up. There was definitely a lot of, um, 
there's it's too much. The, honestly, it's too much for one like th- like quick three minute roundup of what's going on, what's happening, because there's new twists and new turns and revelations and new witnesses that that are being you know brought to the stand. But Kate Moss did come to the stand this week because back in the early 2000s, is that when it was that this happened? 1997. 1997. Okay, um, late late 90s. Um, there was a rumor that Johnny Depp and Kate Moss were in a stairwell of a hotel and that he pushed her down the stairs and she screamed. And I mean, it's come to light since that. I mean, she took the stand. I was like, no, that's not what happened. Like I did not, he did not push me down the stairs. And so it was like, finally put that to rest because I think last week, maybe in the trial, Amber Heard brought up, she was like, immediately I went to Kate Moss falling down the stairs and like, Johnny Depp and you see like his lawyer when she says that um, he they has start smiling. Like, he's like, yeah, we got her now because we know that didn't happen. Like, so let's bring in Kate Moss to <laughs> shut that shit down real quick. Well, and they at did. that moment, at that moment, sorry to interrupt you, but like yeah. at that moment, they knew they're like when she brought a past relationship up like this, mm-hmm. they knew that they could bring in her past relationships. And that's why they smiled. They're like, oh, now we got you because yeah. her past relationships do not look good for her. And there have been other accounts of abuse and such. And so now it looks like that since I didn't know about the three hours, that's amazing. So I think, yeah, they're going to, they're going to bring in all of it. Yeah. Th- I think that's what I've heard now. Who, who knows? Who knows how it's going to wrap up? Maybe they're like, it's done and they're just going to, I don't know. Yeah. Make another spectacle, but it was very funny to watch their reaction. They're like, oh. <laughs> they, did you, um, they, smiled. Know, they literally smiled. They, like, they were like, Oh, this is great. This is yeah. gold. This is gold. <laughs> there was a, um, a TMZ photographer. Did you see him take the stand? He was the, um, the blonde headed guy that was in like the black suit. No, I haven't seen that. Oh, no, I don't know about, it's oh, a no. great clip. It is a great clip because Amber Heard's lawyer is going after him saying like, I'm paraphrasing, like you took on Amber Heard because you knew this would be like your, your 15 minutes of fame. And he was like, interesting. I could say the same thing about you taking Amber Heard on as a client in this trial. He's like, I'm taking on TMZ, which is a litigious organization. I have a lot more to lose from TMZ than I do in this case. Cause the, the whole thing is like, she tipped off TMZ that she was going to be walking out of a courthouse and be on this side so that you can photograph this side of her face because this is the side that her alleged quote unquote bruise is going to be on. This quote unquote bruise, this bruise that no this one has seen ever, ever seen <laughs> um, because and she even catches herself in the lie on stand when she was saying that she had, um, you know, she was covering up her her bruise and she used a bruise kit and she's like, sorry, 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 makeup kit. And, and the whole, like, it was like a <gasps> audible gasp from, from the courtroom when she admitted to using the bruise kit. And you actually, there's a photo that um, has been leaked of Amber. And then the bruise kit is like in the photo. Have you seen this photo, Britt? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and you, you leave it to the investigator reporters of the internet. <laughs> Detective internet is coming through and they're like, hey, look, this is the exact bruise kit that's used in professional makeup artists use this to create bruises on sets and in movies. Um, and they give you like the skew number and like the whole nine yards. And it's like the it's amazing that she just believes the that she can get away with this. And it's like, right. but there's so much evidence against her in support of the truth, not in support of 
what she wants to tell people. And that's what's so so weird to me because like she's going all in on these on these very like the the micro like minutia of things and she's like I'm gonna pick out this one thing and she's like calling people like James Franco to the stand and be like you saw my bruise didn't you and he's like mm-mm, mm-mm. didn't see it <laughs> sorry see it. yeah and they Never. had he's like no because she's yeah. like you were positioned it, like it was almost like she's like trying to go hard in the paint for being like no I sat on the side of you where the bruise was you didn't see it how did you not see it yeah I mean just even like the side the side stories that have come out with this and like her relationship with James Franco and like the affair that she had while her and Johnny Depp were married with James Franco and it's like the 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 people coming out of the woodworks that are you know adjacent to this trial is I mean I I am sure that what comes next is probably even more mind-blowing than what we've seen to date in this trial. Like I can just imagine the story, like what's going to be uncovered when this is all said and done. I mean, I think the thing that, you know, Johnny Depp, you know, he's had to sell a few homes, which I mean, like, listen, he's fine and money. It's not like he's like, you know, he's going to be great. He's going to be fine. But I think like he is willing to, exhaust all resources. And he said that I'm just, he's like, I'm fine with everything coming out. And I'm, and I understand what I've brought to the table, but I'm not the legacy that I'm leaving behind for my children is the only thing I'm concerned about. So he's willing to just throw everything at this in order to save his reputation for his kids, which honestly, as a parent, I can totally understand that. Like you don't want this for your kids. You don't want them going to school and being mocked or made fun of or whatever. And he's like, unless maybe they do. I don't know. But like, I think that it's a, I see where he's going with it. And I appreciate that because if it were me and I knew the truth that I'm like, I'm, we're going, we're going for it as much as I can. And it's just, it's just a very interesting trial. It's a, (laughs) like, you never know what's all like, nothing is off the table. Like (laughs) the things that have been brought up from, from a bumblebee to and I'm talking like the either you step on a bumblebee or you have a bumblebee on your lapel to right to is it dog poop is it human poop I've never in my life like yeah you think and you think you've been in a toxic relationship you're like Amber and Johnny are like sit down right <laughs> sit down. hold on hold my mega pint <laughs> even from the vodka yeah. bottle to the hand special specialist I'm just yeah. like. Oh, it's exhausting. It Uh, is exhausting. And we were talking about this off air, but there is a woman that I've been following who is a, um, a, uh, body language expert. And she's been chiming in on, uh, Amber Heard's body language when she's on stand. And the, the woman, the professional is like, it's hard to watch her because you can, you can't identify truth, what she's saying, because her body language is so synonymous with, uncertainty with lying with deception like just from her mannerisms to her eye placement to where she's looking to how her mouth curls to the pursing of her lips I mean everything is so precise in what this woman is saying and she's like I'm not just saying this about Amber this is consistent with all people on stand who are not telling the truth so she's like it's very consistent behavior against people who are not telling the truth on stand and I was like I've heard like the way that you move your mouth um, it's not just like the person of the lips, but honestly, like, um, yeah, the like way that you're you going chew to, like, on to your lip. Side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, or, um, even like the how cadence you and how you say mouth. words. Yeah. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. the, it's not just like, in fl- it's, um, 
it's like before you speak how much you open your mouth or mm -hmm. it's it's weird I'm like I've never now I'm like I'm like I need to video myself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh but it's the truth? very interesting because human nature is the kind of the same for everyone like we all have ticks we all have tells and she's no different yeah so good luck girl mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know I just I I hate this case for women who are abused in relationships, but I also believe that it's important that we listen to the truth and the truth mm -hmm. doesn't always lean itself to all women because I don't believe all women are telling the truth, but I think we need to believe all victims and a victim in this circumstance is Johnny Depp. And he is a victim of Amber Heard's abuse. Allegedly, that's what, you know, yeah, that's what we've seen so far presented in this case. Um, so I don't want this to set women who have been abused back. You know, I don't want that to be a harder time for women who are telling the truth to be able to have the confidence to come forward. Um, but I do hope that this is an example of why telling the truth is why it needs to be the essential, like why this is what you have to do. Like tell the truth. That's just tell the truth. Let mm -hmm. it be out there. I don't, I, I hope it doesn't. I agree with you. I hope it doesn't it, it impede anyone from coming forward. In my, the way that I've always thought that if you're a victim, I think you, the reason you come forward is a lot, a lot of other reasons, like what reasons you don't come forward or for a lot of different reasons. Um, maybe you'll be believed, maybe you won't, or also like, um, just the shame in it and all that kind of stuff. So I do think that, you know, taking that power. I don't think Amber Heard will take power away from that. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. I do hope for that because I, and also like, she's kind of a loony bird and like all women are like, girl, put your crazy away. So right. I think that it's going to be, I, I don't think it's going to be super negative. I do think the the truth is always like the most important thing. I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Women everywhere. You're like, there's always a crazy oh, one. There's one in every group, but yeah. It does show that if everything's trending the way it is, she wrote that op-ed and then three days later, he was released from his character, Jack Sparrow. Right. So there is a direct like, and so that can't, those two things cannot be ignored. And I think that that that's the cornerstone stone of the whole case. Right. Of saying like it was a direct correlation and I, so, and in the state of California too, it's very, very, very hard to prove defamation and, and like liable, right. which is so, why they're in Virginia. Yeah. Yes. Which is why they're in, uh, in Virginia. So I, and in any celebrity case, this is very hard to prove. And the fact that again, they're going so hard on this, I think is, is needed. Like you can't yeah. do this kind of stuff and, and get away with it. Exactly. I can't wait for, I can't wait for the end. I know I can't either. I mean, we're, we're wrapping. I think today's the last day, right? Like this is, are is we here? I feel like today was the last day. I mean, I could be wrong on that. Um, we yeah, might have next week. Um, but I feel like we're getting close. Um, so uh, I think the whew. closing statements are all are like next week. I think oh, it still has okay. one more, you know, who I feel like the real MVP Camilla Vasquez, his lawyer, the, um, the female brunette in this case she is objection <laughs> hearsay just, hearsay yeah but hearsay. i mean she comes full throttle at amber and gets amber flustered like none other and i'm here for it i'm like oh girl 
It's great. It is great. And I, I, I mean, she's taking, taking her, her like her ginkgo colobin or whatever that is. Like right. she's yes. taking it. She's on point. She's focused. She's, like, she's ready. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I would love amazing. to see her whiteboards. Like she's got oh. whiteboards for days and she's like days. ready. Yes. So she's good. Ready. And I am living for the internet who is casting um, the movie of this trial. Uh, oh, it's been so good. Like so good as to who's playing who. And um, I, I, it's just, it, I really, you know, selfishly the inner gossip girl that I love um, really hopes they do make this into a movie just so we can see who they picked, who, who, when the internet threw it out there, <laughs> who landed. I think you can't who? go mainstream too much. On oh, this. see. Okay. So like, I've seen every, like um, Vasquez being played by um, Eva Longoria. I'm like, that's, that's a good pick. That's a good, good pick. Um, yeah. Cause she's very intentional with the way that she speaks. Like mm-hmm, it, like mm-hmm. it. I love that. Her inflection is on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, a, I'd have to see like the, the list of um, like people who have been on trial and like um, who's going to play, you know, like Stanley Tucci was the, um, he was the, I think the, the bodyguard maybe, or like the house manager. I don't know, but that, there were a handful and now I'm butchering it. And I always do this when I'm get so excited about something. And then all the, it just dissipates from my brain. You had me um, at Stanley Tucci. I know. I was like, Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm, when does he not deliver? Right. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. I can't, I don't know of a movie that he's been in that I was like, that was the wrong role for him. It's like the guy. Oh my God. What's the guy name in billions? Oh my God. What's the guy's name? Oh, um, Paul Giovanotti, that guy. Yes, yes. Yes. I love him in every role that he's ever played because I'm like, how he, do you, he nails it. Your yeah. picker is so straight on. Like you're doing great. You need to teach Ben Affleck a couple of things because I think <laughs> Ben Affleck's picker is so bad. So bad. I was like, why did you think that was your role? You should have picked pass. <laughs> you know, I'm never going to pick Ben Affleck as my Batman. That, for me, I just feel like that was a terrible, terrible pick. Terrible. It's not my Batman. Honestly, James Pat, Patton, Patterson, Patton, Patterson, yeah. Yeah, Pat, whatever his name is. I, I hated that too. Yeah, I was like, I haven't seen that he, one. he looked, I mean, seriously, he took like a melatonin before he talked every single time. I was like, <laughs> I was like, like oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's not enough weapons in the world to wake him up. Right. <laughs> it's terrible. Get him out. I was like, uh, out. so I'm, uh, oh, oh, and side note, I know we're getting off a tangent and I swear yeah. we're wrapping this up, <laughs> but I heard yesterday, and I don't know if this is true, but I heard yesterday that they're making a scary Winnie, Winnie the Pooh. And I don't even know what demonic soul out there is doing this, but I heard that it it is, they're starting to make it or they have made it. I don't know if... I'm like, I can't even bring myself to Google it because I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to see. Could you imagine a creepy Eeyore? I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> so can what? we get away from the creepy Disney? Because we're, I'm just, my kids are having a hard time sleeping as it is. And yeah, I don't I need that shit. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank like, you. What, what happened? What happened to our society? <laughs> that we think, right. No, okay. So. Again, another side note, my uh, husband and my oldest daughter are reading a book called The Kingdom Keepers, which is it's a fictional story about like what happens at Disney after the park closes. And like there's all these like, um, you know, villain characters that are trying to overtake the park. But these 
kingdom keepers have to come in and like keep everybody in line kind of thing. Um, and it's really, I mean, they really like this book series a lot. Like, I think that that's go down that road, you know, (laughs) go down that dark Avenue of Disney and that's fine. But to do a scary Winnie the Pooh, ain't nobody need that. That is messed up. Just like that little Pooh bear eat his honey with his no pants and let him be him. Let him be himself. Yeah. Stop. Like what? everyone's going to be so afraid of all their stuffed animals like Christopher Robin that's innocence like you're taking the innocence away and I hate it so he has knee socks what is he gonna do <laughs> come on <laughs> leave him alone knee socks. <laughs> unless <laughs> the new version he's got like he's got other things going on I don't know I, I don't I don't love it um plus like Eeyore has a special place in my piglet a demonic pig- right? piglet we can't go there guys he's a happy little ray of sunshine you leave him out of this what did he ever do to you? <laughs> right. He's a little... man. Well, you know, Disney done it wrong. All right. Don't don't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love you guys being here. We hope that you enjoyed our little social catch up actually turned into a long, we thought it was going to be short, but we hope you were able to press pause on life and just have a giggle, catch up on some stuff that, you know, maybe you've been, um, you know, looking at, maybe you haven't, but we'll always promise to bring you the latest and greatest in pop culture. Yeah. So um, if you haven't already, just go ahead and subscribe to wherever you consume your podcast and follow us on the Instagrams, on TikTok. You know, we're in a couple places. We're having a good time. So pop on over, say hi, uh, chat in the DMs because we absolutely love when you guys chime in and give us little nuggets in the DMs. And uh, we hope to see you here next week. All right. See you soon, Zen friends. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.